0: Welcome back, hoop ballers, hoop ball family, all of my hoopers out there, hoop ball army. It is your NBA box score breakdown back again for another edition in the booth with Doug. Doug, what's going on, man? Big games
1: today. Big games. Oh, yeah. Some fantastic games. The uh, Kentucky players are showing out in the bubble here. This yes, is my goodness. My goodness. Man, and you love it. You got to love it. Jamal
0: Murray with the heater tonight. Good God. I mean, I know that there was an Eastern Conference Finals game tonight, but clearly the game everybody's going to be talking about for a while now um, was the Nuggets and the Clippers, and the Nuggets very handedly spanked the Los Angeles Clippers uh, in, in a fashion that I think is, oh, my God, it's, it's very it's jarring. Uh, but in, in the same sense, this is exactly what everybody said was going to be the Clippers Achilles heel. And mm-hmm. wow, they hit him on both heels. You know, down goes Frazier uh, exactly. and, and, the, <laughs> and, the, and the Denver Nuggets are heading to the Western Conference finals. So,
1: Doug, man, talk to me. What were you seeing tonight in that game? Oh, man, so much to break down. Um, at and, and the end of the first half, I mean, everything seemed pretty even keel. Um, you know, 54-56 was the score. Denver, 50% field goal. Clippers, 46.8. 87.5% um, and 66.7% from the free throw. Five and seven three-pointers made. 25% from the three-point line. Clippers, 35%. You know, 13 fouls, 11 fouls. Everything seemed pretty even keel at, at the half. but. Much like um, the Denver Nuggets M.O., they come out in the third quarter and they just uh, they come out refreshed from from halftime. So, you know, Malone must have some of the best halftime speeches ever because uh, this Denver Nugget team came out and they definitely put down the hammer in the third quarter and continued on the fourth quarter. I mean, you got Kawhi Leonard and Paul George here there. I mean, they were what, 10 for 38 tonight, 10 for 38. I mean the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, it was atrocious. Defense, atrocious. They were they were on point, and they knew exactly who to who to take down and who to stop. And uh, Paul choked choke George. Paul choke George, uh, at it again, choking in the finals or in the in the uh, playoffs. So, yeah, I, uh, I I don't know what what's gonna have to happen with these Clippers, but there's they're gonna have to uh, think about this all summer long and have to come back with a, a completely new mindset and a new team. I think coming in, uh, at the start of next year. Yeah. Yeah. To your point,
0: you know, uh, (laughs) Mike Malone clearly has got the secret sauce and we've seen Jokic get saucy with it on the court, all playoffs long. Um, and to his credit, you know, maybe doc Rivers should take a page out of his book. And I think the, uh, title of that chapter will be rah, rah, Because this is now the third time that Doc Rivers has had his team in position in the playoffs, up 3-1, to close out a series and have done the exact opposite. He did it with Prime T-Mac on the Magic. Okay, He did it with the Clippers against Houston in 2015. Mm -hmm. And lo and behold, what do we have? A 3 p and not the one Doc Rivers was probably looking for. So... A lot of questions for the Clippers, man. I mean, the way that they lost—it's one thing to lose, you know. Game sevens, any—they could go any kind of way. We've seen them go all kinds of ways, but to come out and to just belly up like that in the third, as you saw them do, because, like you said, I mean, first half pretty even game, you know, fighting on both sides. Uh, The refs stayed reasonably out of it, you know. There were calls either way that are questionable, but that's the way that the game tends to go. So you know a fun a fun game a game that everybody i think was wanting to see second half turns around man jamal murray i mean let you know what was coming yeah. gave you a little appetizer there at the end of the second i mean uh, let he you know he, he's for real
1: points in the first half uh, jamal murray is he's no joke i mean i think he's definitely earned some um some credit in this league and, and earned some respect uh and then the joker i mean triple double in the third quarter i mean 18 rebounds 10 assists and i think 10 points at that point in time in the third quarter, getting a triple double, so uh, the Jokers is, is is on fire. And these guys are they know how to play, and uh, I just hope that uh, they have a little bit more in the tank to go on this next uh, this next series. They are playing my Lakers in the uh, the next series, but um, you know I really want to see Denver at least uh, give the Lakers uh, a little bit of a fight. I don't want the Lakers to cruise to the final or anything. So I want them to earn it.
0: Yeah. And I, and I hope that they do. Um, I hope that the nuggets give them a good fight, but I think maybe what all of us need to take away from this game more so than the fact that the Clippers blew it is the fact that the Denver nuggets might actually be, I mean, I don't even think there's a mic I can put in front of there. I give them the respect that they have clearly earned. They are for real, Um Again, I don't think that any of the roster questions that I personally have had and shared with other people as far as the Lakers go have changed. I think that the biggest thing for the Lakers that's benefiting them is the Houston Rockets forced them to go into their best roster composition, which is having AD at a small ball five, LeBron at the four, and the Lakers have been rolling ever since. So the Nuggets have a real challenge ahead of them. The Lakers are playing incredibly well, but so are the Nuggets. And Jokic, I mean, best – I mean, would you agree,
1: best big man, best passing big man of this generation already? I mean, possibly ever. Exactly, possibly ever. I mean, I think, you know, he is a much, much better version of one of my other favorite big passing, big man in the league in, in the past, and that was Andrew Bogut. If you remember Andrew Bogut, he was one of the better passing big men that the league had seen up to that point. Now, Jokic has obviously far surpassed that, but he reminds me of a, of a better uh, Bogut to where you know he, he's in there with assists, rebounds, blocking shots, and also on score. I mean, he's hitting shots from the three-point line as a big, and that's phenomenal and good to see. You. The, the league's definitely growing, and it's in good hands for sure with these young guys. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Team USA is getting a little sneak peek of whatever they're going to see whenever we do have an Olympics again because the rest of the world is definitely starting to catch up with international talents like Jokic, Giannis, I mean, Pascal Siakam, all kinds of guys. I mean, it should be a really, really fun uh, pool play. And I'm sure uh, FIBA is very, very excited about that. But yeah, Denver Nuggets, man, shout out to them. I mean, big, big props. Like Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, absolutely went invisible tonight turned into ghosts i mean i think Kawhi was you know pretty fond of that that plaque everybody had given him as you know this playoff assassin you know this this giant killer well tonight you know it was it was far from that i think if anything you know he he was goliath and and david came in swinging and took him down okay the denver nuggets really showed up to play they weren't scared of these guys and the Clippers did not play like a team who have been favored to win the championship. They played like a team who wasn't sure where their shots and offense were going to come from when Kawhi was out of the game. Paul George looked like he was out there just, you know, when you see people after a game and the guy who's wearing his backpack still comes out on the court. and He says, hey, man, let, <laughs> let me just get a couple shots. Let, let yep. me just get a couple shots. That was Paul George tonight, man. Good God, okay? I I know he's been ready to go back home. See ya, okay? Because he's well on his way. Like, that was just abysmal tonight. And Doc Rivers did not do a good job, as far as I'm concerned, really putting the emphasis on his guys and letting them know this is do or die. I mean, Mm -hmm. and I don't know if you caught it in those media appearances when he was saying that he didn't believe that the pressure was really on him and that he didn't need to do all the rah-rah stuff because that was more for the movies. Well, I find it ironic that the only championship caliber team that doc rivers has coached that has panned out is a team that was led by one of the best rah raw leaders to ever play basketball and that's kevin garnett Okay, so go. maybe there's, you know, maybe there's something to that, but
1: yeah. I don't know. I, yeah, I, I mean, hats off to, to Montrez Harrell tonight. You know, I kind of ripped him in the last uh, last podcast we had about, you know, winning the sixth man of the year award and then coming in and scoring, what, I think five points at that, that next game. He had 20 points tonight, number one scorer off the bench for the Clippers, uh, Green with 11 points. But, you know, Harrell with, with 20 points, he had three rebounds, no assists, no steals, no blocks. But, you know, he really came in and tried to score the ball and, you know, hats off to him. He was really trying there. Uh, Paul George, like I said, just 10 points tonight, four rebounds, two assists, one steal, one block. He had a full line, but it was a pretty low line. Uh, Patrick Beverly with 11 points. Kawhi Leonard with just 14 points. So Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, they really um, kind of let us down a little bit for these, uh, these top-notch, high-paid players that they are coming in and, you know, not stepping up and being that killer in the fourth quarter or the uh, game seven. So, yeah, I mean, you know, Paul Milstap, you know, he, he did, he has some really good three point shots there at the end of the game. Uh, Grant did well, 14 points, Jokic, 16 points, Jamal Murray, 40 points tonight. I mean, he was six of 13 from the three point line and uh, Gary Harris coming up big too for some of those big plays at the end. So uh, hats off to Denver for pulling it together and, you know, playing as a team, I mean, these guys had, you know, like I said, Jokic had 13 total assists tonight. But overall, Denver had 22 assists, you know. So they were passing the ball around, too. They were playing like a team. And, like you know, the only team in history to come back from a 3-1 deficit twice in the same playoffs. So a little bit of history made here tonight. So very, very good game seven. And it would be a very interesting um, next uh, playoff series for the Western Conference Finals. Yeah,
0: gonna be very very interesting, and I'm excited to see it. Uh, Denver Nuggets, diamond in the rough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, there you more go. Way, <laughs> more ways than one, so yep. def, definitely love to see that. Shout out to them. Shout out to Coach Mike Malone. Mm-hmm. Uh, big things ahead. Big things ahead. And to very the credit good. of Nikola Jokic, I think you know he is a guy who really his talent is infectious, and you saw how it spread through his teammates. The way he passes the ball, the way he just constantly makes those you know quote unquote winning plays um and unfortunately for the clippers you know they were a team that supposedly was built on this tough-minded mentality well it looks like uh the nuggets didn't mind at all okay because at right. the end of the game there yeah nobody nobody was really taking over nobody was really in the huddle you could see you know really putting the emphasis on these guys like this is it so nuggets wanted to win they got the win they earned it they deserve it
1: shout out to the denver nuggets yes absolutely absolutely well, so moving on uh, to the first game yeah, of the night, the, huh? The Heat the, versus the, the Celtics—the first
0: championship round. That's right. The Miami Heat won 117-114 over the Boston Celtics. Did you get to catch much of this game?
1: Uh, yeah, I did catch a little bit of it. Um, and uh, I think that Bam Adebayo caught a bit of a body, too, in the, uh, caught in the game. Caught a body. Caught a body, boy. That's a, I'll tell you what, that, that block was one one for the ages. A lot of people are saying, you know, Magic got on uh, Twitter and said it was probably one of the best blocks he's ever seen in the playoffs ever. Uh, and, you know, if you look at the replay on that block that Bam had on Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum, that ball was basically in, in the net. <laughs> it was basically there. Um, bam out of bio basically been in his wrist backwards to block that one uh, coming out of Kentucky you know big guy I had a lot of hopes for him in Kentucky he was one of yes the better sir. better free throw shooting bigs I've ever seen uh, and you know he's really taking a step this year and uh, a UK wildcat blocking a Duke blue devil so uh, you know what the best mm. part about Duke is right none of it no the two middle letters man <laughs> yeah
0: Hey, I like that one. I like that one. I definitely like seeing a U.K. guy block a dude guy any day of the week, preferably seven days of the week. There but, you, you know, you get it when you can right? Yeah. <laughs> man, absolutely. Bam had a bio, man. I mean, this is a guy who said, you know, during the season there was big games that he circled that he wanted to put the NBA on notice. And whew, I don't know if you could have circled this one on the calendar the way everything's been shaken out. But good God, I know the rest of us are going to remember that block in tonight for a long time i mean mm-hmm. the clippers and the nuggets are going to be the story of the evening but good god bam anabayo might be the story of the week this is yeah. that block was just insane and, and his play has continued to elevate now i want to ask you doug do you have confidence you know in jimmy butler's ability to continue to play make and really help close out these games for the miami Heat? we've seen spalestra really relying on him heavily you know as kind of this off-ball playmaker goran dragic has been you know really really good uh credit to him a guy who's kind of floated around the league and is definitely not kind of in the twilight of his career but really playing well here in the bubble um but jimmy butler where's your confidence level lie
1: you know i think that jimmy has a lot of confidence in his team um and so my confidence in jimmy butler is is high because you know he's shown that he could step up and be a leader whenever they need him um now tonight he had 20 points five assists five rebounds two steals no blocks but you know, like you said, Goran Dragic. I don't know what he's been eating or how much sleep he's been getting in the bubble, but he is like a few years younger out there in the bubble because uh, he was the leading scorer on the team tonight, 29 points. He's been playing very, very well uh, for that team, and, and I'm, I'm glad to see because he's uh, definitely a point guard that you know everyone had high hopes for. And he kind of slacked off there for a bit, but he's stepping it up here in the playoffs. But you know, I think that Jimmy Butler is in the right place with the Heat. I think that this team that he has around him with some young guys there and, and you know, Jay Crowder's there as well as, you know, some veteran leadership. But I, I think that Jimmy Butler, whenever the time is right and the time is needed, you know, he will step up. This is just game one of this series, but we have seen Jimmy Butler step up in the past. And, you know, he has confidence in his uh, his young guys, you know, Adebayo and um, Tyler Hero really doing well for this team. Uh, But really the surprising thing for me again, and I've said it, I think every podcast that we've gotten on here and talked about the heat is Duncan Robinson. Uh, He was two for seven on the three point shots, you know, and he's the only player in the starting lineup that scored in single digits with six points. So, you know, that's like I said, that's, that's one of your, your top three point shooters. And he was touted at the beginning of the season about how great he was coming out of nowhere and, you know, shooting this ball but Tyler Hero's definitely outplayed him. He's got more minutes tonight as well. Tyler Hero played 40 minutes versus Duncan Robinson, 17. But, you know, Tyler Hero is great coming off the bench, and I think that he needs that still. But Duncan Robinson in this series is going to have to step up. Some of the other players on his team really covered for him tonight, but uh, he just hasn't been playing well in the last few games. So I'm hoping that he figures it out and gets that three point shot going. But, He's the only player, like I said, in the starting lineup with single digits and he's usually good for, you know, three or four three point shots a game. So, um, yeah, so that's my thought on 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 Miami. I think that it's going to be a very, very good series, you know, with uh, Kimball Walker not shooting all that great to start the game off. Uh, he ended the game of uh, it was like six of 19 from the field goal line or from the uh, from the field. And so. Kemba Walker could definitely step it up. We, we've seen him do that in the past. Um, and I think that that's going to happen as this series goes on. These these two teams are, are very, very good play together. Uh, I actually had the Heat win in this game before the game started. Uh, went on to mybooking.ag, placed a little bit of bet, and uh, ended up winning a little bit tonight. So I had the Miami Heat win in. It was a close one, but I think it was Miami 1.5 uh, were the odds. And uh, they covered that easy with three points uh, in the win. So. Uh, Looking forward to see what this series is like, but it's going to be a very, very good series, just like the Western Conference Finals. I think the right teams are in the right position. Uh, Whether or not the Heat come out on top um, or or Boston, I still don't know that yet. I think it's too close to call. Uh, I'm sounding like the election right now. It's just too close to call, you know, but um, it's uh, going to be a good series for sure. I'm looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, definitely. We're very fortunate to have some um – a little bit of variety, you know, in the in the bubble. I mean, of course, we're in a unique situation with the bubble in itself. But good to have some, I guess you could say, some unfamiliar faces, you know, on the cups of a perhaps a NBA Finals appearance um, and in championship contention right now. So that's a lot of fun. And yeah, you know, like you said, um, Boston, Boston and Miami is going to be a very interesting series because these are both two teams um, with a good amount of young guys as well as some vets in there who, and you can tell all these guys are hungry. You know, they're they, they are diving for loose balls. Absolutely. They're making heads of plays. They're, they're not dying on defense. And, and they're, they're both incredibly well coached. They run different schemes, both offensively and defensively. They have their weaknesses and their flaws. Um, both are pretty mirrored in, in that similarity. Um, and I'm curious to see kind of what Miami and he does defensively with guys like Kimball Walker, who, to your point, you know, you said he wasn't necessarily jumping out of the box score tonight. But 19 is definitely nothing to turn your nose up at. Kimball Walker is a, a very capable scorer. Um, this is a guy who can drop 40 points in his sleep. As far as I'm concerned, uh, the Boston Celtics were be very fortunate to have him kind of walk in the door as Kyrie Irving mm-hmm. went out the back. So that was kind of ideal. And Marcus Smart with another quietly great line, 26 points or 26 points, three rebounds, and assists. assist. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is a guy who just constantly makes smart plays, smart reads, pun intended, know. on all ends. <laughs> <laughs> and then Tatum, you know, people continue to ask: Is Jason? If Jason Tatum is the best player on your team, how far can you go? And we continue to see the Boston Celtics go further and further, and Tatum answering all of those questions. Now, Bam Adebayo had an exclamation point for his question mark. I will say that. But mm-hmm. Tatum, I mean, 30 points, 14 rebounds, five assists, three seals, two blocks, full line, gave you everything he could tonight. Absolutely. And the Boston Celtics love him for it. They're very, very lucky to have the young core that they do. Jalen Brown continues to ascend. So this is oh, a team yeah. that's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Uh, and I'm curious to see how they bounce back in the second game. And then have to touch on our guy, Hero. I mean, mm-hmm. he, is, he is killed. There goes. There goes yeah. my hero. Okay, <laughs> he he keeps killing it, man. God, let yeah. this man play. Just go ahead and throw him in the starting line. i let Duncan Robinson come off the bench and get his popcorn points. But you know, hero is a good spark off of the bench for the Heat, especially with Jimmy Butler and Goran Dragic being the primary playmakers and sharing the the line, having line share those minutes um, facilitating the offense. So it's fun to see how Spalestro is able to work these guys in. Hopefully Duncan Robinson does, you know, kind of wake back up because he's kind of falling asleep at the wheel here. And they could definitely
1: use his three point shooting. Cause I mean, Jay Crowder, (laughs) you know, 22 points tonight. Jay Crowder. Yeah. Yeah. 22 point Jay Crowder, five three pointers made tonight, you know, and, that's that's phenomenal. And that's great. Like I said, you know, Duncan Robinson's teammates are kind of covering for him on that on those threes right now. You know, he needs to kind of step it up. But like you said, with Tyler Hero, Donovan Mitchell actually was on Twitter tonight, who is of L alumni here in Kentucky. And he actually gave credit out to uh, Tyler Hero. He said, yo, he said, Tyler Hero is cold blooded. And he's right. You know, Tyler Hero, he, he don't play. It don't matter if there's, you know, we're up by 20 and there's three seconds left on the clock. I'm going at you, you know. And uh, and he did, and I mean, yeah, 40 minutes played tonight. You know, that's 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 pretty good for for the young guys. So um, Tyler Hero is going to be a great great player. A lot of people are saying that put him in a trade package to get uh, Chris Paul and whatnot. Nah, 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 nah. I don't think that's something that Miami wants to do. I think they want to hold on to Tyler Hero, and I think Jimmy Butler doesn't want them to uh, get rid of him either. He's a pretty big fan of Hero. So, uh, yeah, it's. It's a great young Heat team. I really think, and let me let me, tell me let me ask you this in regards to the Celtics. What do you think about the Celtics and their big with Daniel Tice? I mean, they didn't play any of Enes Cantor tonight, who I think is probably one of their better rebounders. Um, they didn't play any of him. Daniel Tice kind of held down the center spot the whole night. Uh, I think in the off season, they may have to go out and try to find a uh, another big to add in there if they're not that uh, confident in Cantor.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. I think that the big glaring question mark for the Boston Celtics would definitely have to be their front court. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the loss of Horford. Uh, I mean, not that he not that he helped you know uh, a tremendous amount for the Philadelphia 76ers as far as that contract is concerned. But I mean, this I was is a guy who's to leave Boston. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it was very shocking, um, not only because of the fact that yeah, this was a guy who's seemed you know as boston celtics as they come um but i mean it's the team that he went to you know right up the road uh you know mm-hmm. interconference rival so it was a very shocking departure but they definitely miss al horford on the low block they miss his playmaking they miss his defense um enos canter is just not a very versatile big he's pretty one-dimensional as far as i'm concerned he goes out there and scores points uh he is the borat of the nba you know my <laughs> name of borat i hit a score. I hear the score, I get the rebound. I shoot the ball, you know, and I, Enos Kanter, he's a good guy. But, man, yeah. I see why Brad Stevens leaves him on the bench. So I think that they're going to continue to roll with Tice. Tice gives him at least some, a little bit more versatility with Bam, who is absolutely a defensive nightmare and is mm-hmm. going to continue to be for the Boston Celtics, as you clearly see, on both ends of the court. Um, but I think that, yeah, to your point, the Celtics are going to try to make a move this offseason for a big man. There's been some rumors about a possible uh, trade package for Joel Embiid. That would be very interesting to see. I wonder what they would have to put in that package in order to get him. Um, one wonders how available he is, uh, and then one wonders even more how available he couldn't be when they quickly scroll his Twitter feed. Good God. Exactly. I thought the president was bad. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> indeed. goodness gracious. Yeah. But yeah, interesting for the Boston Celtics. And that was, I'm curious to see you know what happens this offseason with Chris Paul, because Miami was a possible destination for him when you know it was clear he was out the door at Houston I wonder if Miami puts himself back in the conversation you know Giannis had that three hour long lunch with Milwaukee's brass talking about what he wants to do and what he doesn't want to do and then he unfollowed everybody on Instagram now I mean you know give that what weight you will but I mean it's it hurts me when people follow
1: unfollow me on Instagram. I don't know about you. Doug, and I heard some so. <laughs> talk about that. About like, was he even following his teammates? So you know, if he mm-hmm. wasn't following his teammates, and then somebody went to his Twitter feed and, and looked to see if he if he was following his teammates, they might have said, "Hey, he unfollowed them." But I heard some talk about maybe he wasn't even following them. I don't know. So, well,
0: I don't. According to quote unquote sources, he did unfollow all of them. Um, including the Milwaukee Bucks team page, pretty much everything, with the exceptions of his wife, his brothers, um, I think maybe a couple others. So, yeah, interesting to see what happens with Milwaukee. Maybe that's a Chris Paul destination. Chris Paul is definitely going to be on the move out the door, uh, and hopefully Tyler Hero doesn't go anywhere because he has become uh, as hot as they get down Down there in Miami. Miami Miami
1: Vice, Tyler Hero. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to you know, I'm not a Heat fan, but I'm a hero fan and I might have to get a a Heat jersey, a Tyler Hero Heat jersey. So Oh yes, sir. Love yeah. the sandwich, love the hooper. So yeah, you know. So you can't who who that. do you have coming out of uh, out of this, out of the
0: East? Man, you know, I think uh, between the Celtics and the Miami Heat, I'm gonna take the Celtics. I think that the Celtics have been there. As far as the conference finals is concerned, not that that means a whole lot given the team that they went there with and the team that they currently have. Um, There were some different dynamics going there. However, I do think that if Gordon Hayward is going to be able to play in the series, which it looks like more and more every day he will. Yes, you're correct. He could really put them over the top. Um, But it's it's. It's, it's a very, very dangerous game. We're playing right here with Gordon Hayward, not only because of the fact he's coming back from an injury, fortunately on his opposite ankle, not the one that he blew out in that horrendous oh, opening yeah. night game. None of us will ever it's forget curious. RIP to my fantasy team. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I digress. Um, but it, it, it's curious because Gordon Hayward is also expecting uh, the birth of a child later this month. Um, and the sands of that hourglass are ticking closer and closer with every passing day. So hopefully Gordon Hayward is able to come out there, play for the Celtics and help them get some luck of the Irish because they're going to need it against, again, as I said, this Miami Heat team that is very, very tough minded. Uh, they're going to punch you in the nose and they're going to smile in your face. Uh, and Jimmy Butler really embodies that mentality. Um, and shout out to Tyler Hero as well, because, you know, this is a guy who maybe a lot of the listeners don't know. This is a guy who grew up in Wisconsin. I mean, was supposed to go to Wisconsin as far as everybody from that state was concerned, goes right. to Kentucky and becomes, I mean, absolutely vilified. You, you talked about how they burn jerseys for NBA players. I mean, we're talking about a high school player prep guy who's going in the game seeing his jerseys getting burned i mean probably good for your instagram not so good for your you know your self-esteem but i mean this guy you know he has grit he has determination he has will and you see it on the court so gotta give my shout out to my wildcats man yeah
1: absolutely absolutely yeah i think that you know you bring you bring up gordon hayward you know you're right i mean that's the missing piece that uh the celtics don't have right now so you know but we talked around on around the association about Gordon hey, Hayward coming back, you know, is that the Celtics kind of in a little bit of a groove right now. They're kind of playing well as a team, so on and so forth, bringing Hayward back, at least for the, maybe the first or second game, it may be a little bit of a stumbling block for them to get him back involved again, find out that new groove for the team and, and the rotation and everything. But, you know, he's such an all-star level player, you know, if he comes back and he comes back ready, then, you know, that's, that's at least 20, 20 points a night that he's going to be giving them. And, If they would have had that tonight, then that would have been uh, definitely put them over the top. So I agree with you. I think overall the Celtics are going to pull this one out at the end. I I said it's it's been kind of too close to call, but I think in the end you kind of got to go with the Celtics. um, And oh boy, oh boy, what would it be like to have a Celtics-Lakers NBA Finals? Back to the old days.
0: Oh, and it's only fitting that in the first ever NBA bubble, We have an old-fashioned rivalry in the NBA Finals. Wouldn't that be perfect? Boston Celtics, Los Angeles Lakers. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it. Doug is calling it right now. I think he called (laughs) it, at least on the Western Conference side. I think he called this a while ago. so (laughs) (laughs) No surprises over there. But, yeah, very, very fun series. Um, Really, really excited for the second game between the Heat and the Celtics, but even more excited for Friday evening when we see LeBron James and AD go up against Jokic, Shamal Murray. And the rest of the Mountain Boys. That's right. Yeah, plenty of rest, plenty of uh, relaxation for a little bit there. Well deserved, uh, because the the Lakers, you know, they showed up. They closed out their series the way they needed to, um, and they advanced. So Western Conference Finals. Here the Denver Nuggets come, staring down the barrel. That is LeBron James. I do not envy that man. And I do not envy. That's right. Oh, I would never would. I do not envy anybody sitting across the aisle from those two. Good God. I mean, that is a scary sight here. So LeBron James looking for another NBA championship. You know, he's hungry and he is looking anything but 35. I mean, oh, oh, the hey, man yeah. is scary. He's scary. Man, well, Doug, I appreciate you so much hopping on on this late yeah. night box score breakdown this evening. Uh, you got another uh, around the association coming at us this weekend?
1: Yeah, that's right. Usually we film on Friday nights and have it ready for everybody for their uh, barbecue slash clean house car washing weekend to uh, throw on a little bit around the association to listen to in the background. Uh, Brent and I, you know, we get over there and just kind of talk a little bit about what's going on in the bubble in regards to the rumors, drama, so on and so forth. So and as always, you can uh, catch my uh, personal box score breakdowns of all the uh, pro players that have gone pro from the state of Kentucky uh, on my twitter account which is at Pro basketball on twitter so looking forward to having a follow and uh thanks for having me on here again david i really appreciate it and uh love talking hoops man oh
0: yeah man always a pleasure to have you on you heard doug you heard where to find the man and yeah go ahead and hop on there listen to that pod when you're barbecuing this weekend outside enjoying some of that sunshine You know, depending where you're at, unless unfortunately you're out on the West Coast and then please stay inside, turn on the podcast, relax and breathe in the cleanest air that you have available to you. Please stay safe out there wherever you are. Right. As always, you find me on Twitter, DFB underscore three, all of your basketball related tweets and otherwise, you know, there's some pretty good stuff on Twitter and I like to force it into my feed there. No shame. No shame. so yeah holler at us we'll be back for another box score breakdown later this week with another guest host for you doug looking forward to hopping back on with you next tuesday Ooh, uh, enjoy be your, yeah man enjoy your weekend make sure you're flying your purple and gold uh, as you got an opening uh, an opening game there to talk about friday night so very very exciting
1: absolutely all right guys take care be safe and uh, we'll see you guys next week take it easy This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation. Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread.